we sometimes know how to do things. Sometimes we don't. Also, witchy, um, for anybody alternative who- witchy unicorn just joined us. We're Yay. gonna wait a few minutes. Bye. Let a few more people join. 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 <laughs> also, um, for anybody who is here now, uh, Jason is also here. Kind of, uh, he is. Uh, handling something real quick so he'll probably at some point be hopping in too um but um this is our season five opener so season five episode one we're going to be kicking it off with more misconceptions because as you know there are many and we always seem to have some (laughs) and of course this will be recorded so it will be available for playback for those who cannot attend live exactly. yeah so if you show up late it will be up uh at some point i'm assuming today or i don't really yeah. know how that works okay um, actually almost so, immediately isn't it yeah it's literally like five minutes after yeah so if you show up late just wait and start it over yeah um so, who would like to start? Well, <laughs> let's not all jump at once. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm totally, I will, I don't care. Go I mean, for it. Go for it, yeah. Okay, so this is one that I have seen a couple times, and I'm actually, um, give me a second. Let's see here. Okay, so I've been seeing people say that in order to work with specific spirits or deities or anything that are from a specific tradition, that you absolutely must know the language and speak it. Um, I have to strongly disagree because you can be 100% from that lineage and not know the language. And so you would still have that ties. And or those ties. And then in addition, even if you're partial or none at all, it's, it's not the same thing. You're not communicating with another human who can't possibly understand. You're putting human limitations on things that aren't human. And that's hindering you more than anybody else. So if, if you honestly feel like you need to know the language, you don't. But I do think that if you learn it, it will strengthen that. I don't don't think it's a negative to do it, but it's, again, you're putting human restraints on something that's not human. I agree. I have to agree wholeheartedly. And, you know, and to expand on that, it's, um, you know, some people believe that if you are not of that heritage, that um, you shouldn't be working with those deities. And, and same with ancestors. And, mm-hmm. and on that note of what you said, putting human limitations and parameters on that is just that. First of all, and uh, for those of you who have listened to us in the past, you've heard me say several times that um, this is just one lifetime out of many. We've lived other lives and we're some of us are most likely going to live some more lives. And we don't all live it in the same country with as the same race each and every single time. 
So we have, where's the feedback coming from? I thought that dude would never leave. Goodness gracious. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, so again, that's a, that's a human limitation that you're that you're putting on that. If an ancestor or a deity chooses to commune with you, chooses to converse with you, that's between you and that that being, not anybody else. But also, and this kind of ties into what you were just talking about, they're not going to have you go buy a pink Chanel bag. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not. (laughs) You can elaborate on that one. (laughs) Or or go get that pink fluffy bunny tattoo on your back. I just sorry, sorry guys. I, I saw something um, that somebody mentioned they had seen on TikTok recently where somebody's like, My deity Aphrodite wants me to buy that pink drink at Starbucks. In yeah, um, you know, I, I I'm not here to, to to question your your personal discussions with your deities and entities, but that's kind of rude, you know, really kind of live bringing them and limiting them to, 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 to human needs and interactions. Like really, you know, that's, that's what, that's what you're communing with your deity about. I mean, I, I guess go for it. Um, I'm sure there's some deeper meaning in that pink Starbucks drink somewhere. (laughs) I don't know. It's just, sometimes it's just beyond me. It's beyond me. Right. Okay. We got some more people in here. We have, uh, hello, lesbian. To- oh, oh God, Todoroki? why do I even try? Re- yeah, that. Todoroki, uh, Luna Cat, <laughs> and and Hester Rose. Hester Rose is there too. Oh my God, it'd be me. I'm here. <laughs> We're here. We're all here. Hi guys. Oh, oh, maybe we should back up a little bit. If any of you are new, I don't know if any of you are new or not. I think I recognize all the names, but if anybody watches Hi, later. We are the bitchy witchies. <laughs> and that's you only clicked on our channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, my son. I didn't realize that you were still awake. Like, I thought you were totally back called him out. Wow. <laughs> it's a good thing he's not like, oh my God, mom, mom. <laughs> hi, mom. Hi, witches. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay, but but yeah, no, uh, back to what Bella was saying. Um, yeah, it's just, it's it's funny to hear people say that they're doing such incredibly mundane, boring things with, uh, my thing is, okay, if you're talking and communing with a deity, this isn't your homegirl from school. This isn't somebody that you could just pick up and text and be like, what shoes should I wear today? Like, this is this is something way bigger. And you're choosing to talk about simple things like fashion or fucking yeah. Starbucks. First of all, if you're if you're talking to a deity about Starbucks, you're the most basic of basic bitches I've ever heard of in my entire life. You like, must you take totally the buy the basic bit, bit basic witch book. That's that's where they're following it's just, that. It's just oh, I thought you were gonna say the bitch. The basic bitch drink. I was gonna say the pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> probably they're probably sitting there talking to their deity while drinking the pink drink or whatever. And it's just, it's just one of those things. Like to build those connections, like legitimate co- connections, 
it takes so much more. So I question whether you're actually doing that or just fantasizing. That, that's because I have a feeling a, you're just fantasizing. Mm-hmm. Good point, and it's a and it's a hard question to ask oneself because that forces one to Yo, reality. hold on, and I I have a question too. So my thing is. Everybody's always asking Aphrodite about whether they should get the pink drink. Why is nobody asking Loki for coffee recommendations? <laughs> right? <laughs> that sounds like way more fun. I'm just saying. <laughs> what do you recommend I drink from Starbucks, though? It has to be from Starbucks. <laughs> you probably right? say Grand Marnier. <laughs> Make sure it has, you know, Bailey's cream in it. Ew. <laughs> Okay, next misconception, Hestia. Unless oh, you're, we're you have with more me. to that. Well, I mean, we could jump around. You know, okay, around. fine. Brandy, you pick one. Okay, this one's been irritating me because I've also seen it on TikTok and several communities is that you have to cleanse every tool and material you use oh, before that's you a good use- one. You don't even need tools. <laughs> first off, yeah, let's don't- let's not even go there. That's a whole different. Because I mean, first of all, you don't need tools. And some of the shit that you are using, what if you want to use the energy that's coming from it? Like, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Like, I never. You want that energy, like, you know, animal parts you're using, or, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to sit there. And if I'm using urine, I'm not going to sit there and get my incense and cleanse everything. I'm sorry. Like, I wanted that disgusting use, energy. I usually just use an anatomy because I like knives, but um, yeah, it's like, really I, loud. Oh, I was gonna say, I was saying, um, I I use an anatomy occasionally if I want to like stab an effigy or draw blood, but I never cleanse that shit. I can't even remember the last time I washed it or cleansed it because I like that energy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And that's and you know what? That's the point. And. I'm probably going to repeat myself constantly throughout this episode, but, um, you know, I don't know how many times I, I have to say your, your actions when it comes to magical practice of any kind, not just witchcraft of any kind, it should be purposeful. I mean, if you don't want it to be purposeful, that's fine. That's your choice. But I'm, you know, I'm trying to give you some recommendations here. It should be purposeful. Everything that we do should carry purpose with it. Yes, because like that's been one of the things I've seen on TikTok. You're these people are like every jar, every herb, every everything that they're bringing into the spell work that they're doing. I just see them taking their little incense. And like using it, incense stick around it all the time. And it's like, well, you don't need to do that. Like, yeah, I mean, you can set things. You don't you're not even to- doing, but you're not even doing it right. You're taking a burning incense and you're hovering it over everything. The smoke's not even touching anything. No. And right. it's not like touching exactly. anything. Like the smoke, the smoke isn't even touching what you're cleansing. You're literally just waving it around like a fucking sparkler. And exactly. <laughs> yes. this, this has been my whole trip because I've seen like half a million of those TikTok videos a day. And I'm like, and they're all you're just wasting incense. That's all you're you doing. You have to cleanse everything that goes into your spell. It's like, no, you don't. Right, because oh, I'm how sorry. long it would take to do any. And, and again, working. and again, again, I have to throw in the, you know, 
what you're ta- you're you have to think about what is your practice and different cultures have different things okay you know again like i've said before mine is predominantly folk magic based that does not involve a lot of routine cleansing before exactly. this or before that exactly you know exactly. are you going to tell my ancestors that they're wrong because they're not doing what tiktok said oh yeah mm-hmm. give it a shot give it a they, shot they definitely would <laughs> like <laughs> this is what I told some little jackass who was like, you have to call it a poppet because you can't call it a voodoo doll because you're white. I'll call it whatever the hell I want, you little shit. Well, first, and, so what oh, if you're, but, but you here's know, the thing, okay. anyway. here's the thing, for, white people practice voodoo. Like, so. Exactly, exactly. Okay, here, and, okay. okay hold on, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Bella. I'm gonna let you do that in a second, but you know how I am when it comes to cultural appropriation topics. Uh, let me tell oh you something real quick. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you something for me. real quick. Hold on. So if a white person or anybody who is not black is practicing voodoo in any kind of authentic way, they're going to call it a voodoo doll. And this is why if you take something that is voodoo in practice and voodoo, it, like the doll is a voodoo doll and you call it a poppet, you are whitewashing a black practice. And that is more problematic. Mm. Well, well, actually, the real problem is that voodoo, there is no voodoo practice that calls it voodoo doll. That is a commercialized name. That is a commercialized name. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact is that I do not, I want to clarify real quick. I don't practice voodoo. So if I misspeak on some things, that's why. (laughs) Your message, your message is well taken, but the point being is that that's kind of like thing number one when somebody uses that term and says they practice it's like no you don't right and there's a difference between a voodoo doll and effigy a power totem and a poppet anyway yeah and and again voodoo practitioners don't use the term voodoo doll that's not an actual real term that is a commercialized hollywood term i occasionally use the term voodoo doll but that's just because I like the term. I don't think there's any, like, I don't think there's really any harm in it. I, I just like. I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying, you know, people who do that, again, it's it's all about purpose. You know, you don't just do shit just because you see other people doing it. Right, you exactly. You do shit with purpose. You have to know what you're doing, people. Yeah. And another thing, too, before we get too far off of the whole pop it voodoo doll argument this um, conversation is gonna make me smoke a lot all right I'm gonna tell I, you know, gonna make me smoke, <laughs> I, I smoke a lot every every single time we do a misconceptions episode we're all over here puffing away like chimneys <laughs> like it's it annoying like it's really annoying but um but about the whole pop it thing um here's here's something to think about too there's people like me who don't even use these keywords like, I don't call it any of that. Like, there is no word. I don't put words on it. It's just, this is what I'm doing right now. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have to give everything a title because one, I'm not talking to anybody about it. So I don't have to put words on things. I don't need all these descriptive words because I'm not sharing everything I do with the world. And that's something that we've been saying for a long time now is keep the shit to yourself. And if you are doing something 
why do you feel so strongly the need for other people to validate what you're doing by sharing it? Mm-hmm. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Like yeah. I give my dolls names even. Well, you guys know Morning Glory. Uh, Fox Glove. Yeah, Fox Glove. And then I have like Fox Violet. Glove. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> I think it's so. just, you know, people need to stop thinking that Fox they have. Love is my best friend. We get I Starbucks love- every Sunday. Oh, love it. Kidding. Is it the pink drink? Does Fox Glove tell you what drink to get? Is it the is it the pink drink or is it the pumpkin spice latte? That fizzles. Yeah, we don't we don't do pumpkin spice. <laughs> also, a side note, at least at least from from me, I can't speak for everybody else here, but for me, when I'm talking shit about people who drink pumpkin spice lattes, I don't personally care for them. I don't hate them as much as some people do. I just think it's funny because of how generic it's become and how like Becky it's become. So mm-hmm. that that's where I come from from that because actually uh, I can I'll probably share it on my Instagram in, in the next day or two. Somebody pointed out that some of the ingredients in that are very much uh, you know they have their magical aspects too and very appropriate yeah, for this of time of the does. year. Like like nobody's trying to dog does. people who drink it, but it, it is you gotta yo, it's funny. <laughs> Mine is even more basic. I can't stand pumpkin anything. So I don't care if you are the grand high hoo-ha of whatever. I'm still going to make fun of you. (laughs) I don't like pumpkin. I don't like pumpkin pie. I don't like pumpkin latte. I I don't like pumpkin pumpkin. anything. See, that's the only time I I like pumpkin is pumpkin pie. Anything else? Like if I, 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 I tried to buy eggnog one time at this restaurant and they gave me this, this pumpkin eggnog shit and I flip my shit because no I don't like pumpkin that sounds gross it is gross. <laughs> it was gross it was gross yeah, yeah. But anyways now that we've gone on on tangent number one <laughs> but yeah Let me that's my, so, so somebody said they went to insight astrology it's like a crystal shop and got incense that brings currency and fortune then I wake up saying 4307 asked my witch girlfriend and she said the numbers are like money related um i'm not familiar with those numbers being money related but i don't numbers aren't a big i don't know like i don't know how to describe i don't know like uh, everything i do with numbers that has to do with uh workings is based in numerology i don't use like angel numbers and all that shit so yeah i I am not my my personal opinion is i'm not a big fan of internet or commercialized definitions of numbers it's like that seems to be a thing these days yeah Um, it's another trend people are looking for you like that's my opinion people are yeah for them and then if i if I if I were to get something like that, me personally, I would do some research in uh, in the, from the numerology aspect and see how that applies to me personally. Mm-hmm. So I'm not yeah. I'm not dogging you for for saying that you saw those numbers. I'm just saying you know like I, I really feel like um, number one, not everything's a sign, but when they are signs, that they're they're personal to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, yes. it's not we something were talking that about just, that recently. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we were, huh? <laughs> okay, listen, let me tell the story real quick. Uh, and and the person who commented that this is this is for you. So I've had numerous people message me and be like, hey, 
what does this mean? Does this mean anything? Is this a sign? Is this my family, my ancestors trying to communicate with me? How the fuck am I supposed to know? I don't know you. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know you. I don't know them. How am I supposed to know? How am yeah. I supposed to know? And I I've totally... had total strangers do that to me. I've had total strangers message me and be like, hey, I'm seeing this and this and this. What does it mean? I don't fucking know. I don't know your ethnicity. So I don't know what kind of path you're on. I don't know, even outside of ethnicity, I don't know what kind of path you're on, what kind of traditions you use, what kind of symbols would mean anything to you. Like a spider could mean different things to different people. I don't like culture. spiders. Bella loves them. You know, <laughs> like if but I see spiders, I has to one this week by accident. But listen, but listen, I, I totally oh get it. We live in an age where we literally can pull up Google and get, get an answer to just about anything we want in two seconds. So we, so we, we expect, Don't ask me. no, no. What I'm saying is, is we expect answers, immediate, immediate gratification. You know, it's something as a society that, that we've been programmed um, for things, for answers and such. But um, unfortunately, and again, my personal opinion, that's not how spirituality works. You know, if 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 the if the human spirit came with a manual, you know, then we would all be done. We all would have followed the manual and moved on to the next phase of our spiritual. That's not how it works. (laughs) Right. And like, I don't even trust Google anymore. Google's even getting fucking stupid. Like I like you type in. Something is like, what's a good example? Um, like, hmm, a good example. <coughs> so, well, like, like, well, like, if I type in like, uh, um, like, se- like seven, uh, the seven powers of a witch, then it'll bring up like the seven wonders, American Horror Story, and. <laughs> <laughs> pages of that shit and it's like really no well you know i i mean let's Ooh, just go back to numerology for a second yes. you know when you look at let, let's say you look at those numbers in numerology you will even find in numerology itself it's not going to give you one blank answer it's going to tell mm-hmm. you these numbers mean in this instance it means this in that instance it means that if you're looking at this it means that you know there's a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of introspection and a lot of analysis that one needs to do if they think that they are receiving signs. And I'm going to tell you that don't be surprised and don't get frustrated if you sit there and do hours of research and you still don't have the answers. Sometimes, sometimes (laughs) it's, it's going to take a while. It really Mm -hmm. is, you know, and that has been legitimate things. There's been things where I have literally nonstop read about them for days on end and still had to come ask these three, like, hey, I need some <laughs> clarification. I need to know which one of these routes to follow. Um, you know, and, and this is why um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, every once in a while I post these things that's like Hestia's possibly infuriating opinions. And this yes. is why there was one I posted where I was like, you cannot become a witch through books. And this is why I can finally expand upon that a little bit. Um, one, Sometimes you have to at least know one other person that can tell you like, nope, that book is full of shit. Cause, it, cause even books can be full of shit. Like just because it's in a book about this topic doesn't make it 
fact. It doesn't make it correct at all. It could be opinion. It could be that person's spin on it. It could be completely just incorrect. Like there's actually a really big, um, I want to say it's one of the Llewellyn books. Like a lot of people are like, yo, the correspondences in this book are wildly incorrect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, how many other books who? have we found like that? Like, but, I don't even you know. But again, the, the co correspondence thing, I mean, you know, even that statement, wildly incorrect for who? For which culture? Yes. yes but, yeah. but that's kind of my point. That's kind of right, my point. Exactly. Like, I know. I'm, I'm you elaborating. Can do, you, you can just grab a book and think you know something and be wildly off wildly off yeah. um the, the the thing about the thing about books like and just, i know that like someone who reads a medical journal and then suddenly says they're a doctor right, right. <laughs> yeah i know how but to do plastic surgery let's go I, for it. I i get you know and and i'm sure that's frustrating to some of you who are listening because you know you're sitting there like well great i've just like i've been studying all these books and it's not that we're saying you know like one book is bad one book is is not bad it could be we could be saying that we don't know exactly what book you might be thinking of but the point being is you know what do what does research really mean and for those of you who have been in college if you haven't been in college or, or you know in 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 high school you know what do you do when you research you are looking at multiple sources you are comparing you're con you're contrasting you're cross-referencing and you're making a, 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 a informed conclusion based on the conglomeration of the information that you've just gathered. Right. And they expect like a bibliography with citations and you cannot yeah. use Wikipedia. At least in my high school, you can use Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the point being is that, you know, um, that unfortunately and i say this is uh, it's unfortunate because again in our day and age we want everything now we want things to be easy and you know two steps at most and boom there's our answer and that's just not usually how this life works how spirituality works it is literally a lifelong process exactly and i love the hard work i think the hard work's the fun part like but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean you know, so weeding out what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what goes with what you need, what you don't need. I mean, it's yeah. it's just it's fine. And, I mean, and let me like make it, it even more complicated for you. <laughs> and I don't I don't mean to do this, but it's the reality. You know, to make it even more complicated for you, even after all of that, you still may have a <clears throat> fifth your own ideal an ideology yes, and that's what yes. we know as UPG unverified personal gnosis there's nothing wrong with that and people will share their UPGs again there's nothing wrong with that the important thing is to understand and recognize that what rings true for you and what is true for you may not necessarily ring true for others it is what it is I mean because again I'm not walking in their shoes and they're not walking in mine. Exactly. Also, before I forget, um, I, I responded in the chat, but to the person who asked why I don't show my face, there's a blog on our website about it where I talk about both um, hiding your name and hiding your face. 
Um, obviously, as you can see, that does not apply to everybody. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> again, this is, this is my personal aspect of it. And um, I may not be that way forever. It's just going to depend. So, um, but yeah, choice. if you, if you, yeah. if, if yeah. you want to know more about it from my perspective, you can go to our website, which is www.bitchywishies.com and check out the blogs and it's in there. Um, I just so, realized yeah. between the four of us, we have this spectrum, you know, of anonymity to full fledged. Here's, here we are. You know, we've got Hestia yes. who uses <laughs> a, a pseudonym and who doesn't show her face. We have yeah. me. I show my face, but I use a pseudonym. Everything that I do, I, I don't divulge my name or anything like that, but I do show my face. And then you've got Mountain Gypsy, who has a pseudonym, but she also equally has no problems with you knowing her real name. And then we have Jason, who's just like, this is me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like it. And I to totally get, get why as well. But like, for me, it's like, I would like a bitch to fucking try to pull some shit on me using my name. Like, I really would. Like, come on, make my millennium. <laughs> <laughs> see, and, right? and see, that's part of it. Because, see, I'm pretty sure everybody has picked up on my attitude now that I'm not I'm not scared of people. It's not coming from a place of fear. Honestly, part of it's coming from a place of laziness. I'm kind of lazy when it comes to doing stuff. And I don't want to have to exert the energy of the protections that I would feel necessary doing to be comfortable with that so until i feel like doing it y'all can look at this fucking moon and like it <laughs> <laughs> see i have no problem and, and, and you know what it, it is it is extra work to show yourself i mean you know probably tmi but i was debating whether or not to put on a bra for this thing right you know i mean i know i didn't put on any makeup today <laughs> like i'm kind of red around the nose but i always flip a coin do i do i do eyebrows do i put make no you know what who cares i don't care everybody knows i'm a busy mom and on my days like this i just don't care i don't need to be a presentable adult today i like keeping also, myself um, if i didn't do those protections i would probably be bored out of my mind uh, yeah, and that's yeah. the thing too. Is like those kind of protections are said; they just sound boring. Those aren't the workings I'm interested in doing right now. So I'm gonna hide behind this. <laughs> like move. if I didn't have any, <laughs> if I wasn't doing those, I'd have nothing to do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like the workings I be doing are so much more fun than protections. So I'm like, I'm gonna do this, and you guys All can right. look at the moon for a little while. Plus, here's another thing too. Um, I, I'm getting a little too much credit in these comments about why I don't show my face. I'm not that cool. It's not that I'm actually perfectly willing to show my face. If you guys want to pay for it on Patreon, like, <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't give me that much credit. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not all. That. He's but anyways, my son just said, you're you not human. Hestia. Marcus just said, you're not human. <laughs> Marcus, you're not she's, supposed to she's tell actually this guy. <laughs> she's actually this she's, guy in moon. <laughs> yeah i've been showing myself this whole time you didn't even know <laughs> i Haven't am about the mood wink at you <laughs> okay. he knows his aunt. anyways next so change number two are we on next me? misconception uh no jason do you have one? Oh yeah um do you remember that that one chick who was like um Oh, where'd he go? Cars, he muted. cars going by, he muted. Uh, dude, 
Do you remember that one chick who was like, uh, oh, I really like doing spells, but I'm running out of jars. Is there a way to cast spells without you? <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't need a jar all the time. The infamous right? jar. You do not need jars to cast spells at all. Like, there is literally nothing you need to cast spells if you are wanting nothing. to put if you but if you are wanting to put it within something because that is part of of your working because you're wanting to contain or enclose um then um any kind of container doesn't have to be a jar any kind of container I mean, will do that was actually another one of my possibly infuriating opinions yes, <laughs> it was yes, volume like number you three can use tupperware tupperware is acceptable use unless you're burning it <laughs> well well and and i'm gonna i'm gonna actually play the devil's advocate to that some people prefer to not use plastic in their practices for yeah, environmental I'm one of those means. people. And, and yeah, that's fine too. People. The the point being is as with everything else, you know, there's not a rule book that says you <laughs> must specifically use this exact item. Yeah. Whatever the opinion I shared on it was um, if putting ingredients in a jar is the whole working, it's not a very fucking good one. <laughs> I like Bella's response to, to that, though. No, or yes, jars are an absolute requirement for, for the craft. If you are running out of jars, then maybe it's time for you to pack up and move on to the next fad with less container requirements. Yeah. Or, <laughs> <laughs> there's, this, there's this one YouTuber, I don't even remember who she was, but it was hilarious because she, she said just that. She was doing this commentary on if all you're doing is just putting herbs in a jar literally all you just did was you just made a pretty jar exactly it's like where's Chicken the magic rub. where's the magic? <laughs> rub. like there's yeah. so much more you can do with the craft it's like okay, i think you know they're kind of yeah there's so much more you can do with the craft than you know putting shit in a jar yeah in fact uh, shit yeah, in a jar is better than them herbs in a yeah. jar but right i'll, uh, I'll leave that be <laughs> we'll just we'll just leave that yeah. at that. I, I, like, again you use the, every the, herb in your kitchen i did not <laughs> the, if, if you're if you are newer the the focus my recommendation is the focus shouldn't be what the things are that you're using but what is your purpose what is your purpose um, and then that should dictate what you're using, how you're using it, what you're going to do with it. And when you think in those terms, the the actual physical items become more of a secondary thing. You know, again, if you are wanting to do a spell jar, because let's just say you're wanting to do a freezer spell, you are wanting to trap somebody and then hold them in place. Okay, that's fine. Well, um, then if I don't have a jar, what else can I use to have that same kind of effect, that same kind of thought process that I'm trying to do? Um, again, it's it's about what is what is your purpose? And then again, remember, it's not about the thing. You know, you don't just put the things together and then that's it, you're done. It's how are you activating that? What has made that? What is turning that from a jar of pretty herbs to a spell what exactly. have you done 
I to research the ingredients as well, because just because two two different things can be used for the same purpose doesn't mean they can necessarily uh-huh. be used together. Yeah. If you're an animist, are you talking to to your ingredients? Ingredients, if you know, are you charging your ingredients? Are you activating what you're putting? You know, what are are you are you using any kind of energy manipulation? Manipulation. Um, and if you you're know, not, what, you're not doing magic. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Thank I mean, you. and and I know that sounds harsh, but that's the reality. Yeah. You know, again, it goes back to understand what you're doing and what the what is magic? What is witchcraft? I witchcraft? think I'm at the point. I really do think I'm at the point now where if somebody's coming to me as a beginner, I would probably tell them, in my honest opinion, you should learn how to do workings with absolutely nothing. And I do mean absolutely just nothing. Yourself. No, no mm-hmm. candles, no candles, no herbs, no oils, mm-hmm. no nothing. Just you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw this Instagram uh, post not that long ago making some mention about uh, candles are a staple or a must in a witch's practice. No, they're not. No, they're mm-hmm. not. Nothing yeah. is. And, and you know what? Look, okay. And, 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 and I've, use, I've use mentioned me. this. But use me as an example, because remember, like I like I told you guys, all this stuff that I had, this is all new because I had been in the, cl- the closet for so long. I literally did not give myself the choice of using things. My practice had been too a list for most of my practice. And see, most of us have been at that point in our lives where we haven't had tools, been able to get tools or haven't had the you know, freedom to use tools. So we've had to use just ourselves. And I'll tell you the interesting thing is when I was finally in a position where I was like, I can have my own space, I've got, you know, money um, that I can get my stuff. I, I, I had this epiphany where one day I realized I had become so dependent on my stuff. And so probably for the last several months or so, I've actually been purposely moving away from my stuff again, because mm-hmm. that's not the point of it, you know, and so I am back to doing a lot of my workings without my stuff. Yeah, and then, you yeah, know, I'm the, same way. I'm the same way I got, like, I had a point on that too, where it's like, um, when I was coming back from England, like I left so much stuff, like, so, so much like stuff like clothes, shoes, anything, because I was like, I need to make room for my craft stuff. I have to have my my witchcraft tools. And then in, like, I'll, I'll get to the point too, where it's like, where do I have all this shit? I don't even use it. So yeah. like, I'll just like start just displaying it around the house just for show or like, I'll like give it away or I'll turn it into like an art project, which then I'll turn around and sell. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. like, yeah. I don't, like stuff <laughs> like I don't but like I mean, having too much stuff <laughs> we've all gotten to the point where I mean between all of us we have an amazing array of tools and herbs and stuff but we've also gotten to the point where we either use bare minimum or nothing a lot of times because I mean I've been there lately like I don't feel like going all in on everything and stuff so it's just it's just me yeah and so you know we've either been at that point where we're not we don't have the freedom to have the tools and display it or we just get to that point where i don't really need it right now and yeah. so also, part it's, of it's, it's part of my genetic balance. makeup 
part of my genetic makeup comes from a line whose magical practices were just naturally, that's what they were. There were no tools needed because they were the tool. So right. that exactly. was, um, and you can even ask Bella and Brandy when I was first starting, you know, I was kind of like worried as to why I never wanted to use those things. Um, candles have become kind of standard for me, but that's because I use them um, as a divination tool. I don't, they're not a huge factor as far as the working itself. Right. So, like I just um, like the ambiance of it. My workings, my workings from the very beginning have always been directly from me. I'm the main tool every single time. Um, anything exactly. I use outside of that is just enhancement. That's all it is. It's just enhancement. I've, I've actually been, I can say that I've been pretty good about not straying too far and like relying on things. Um, but again, I, I think that's just because that's my lineage. I come from that and it was natural for me from the beginning to always do it from me, like, my body. Yeah. So, I think that's in a lot of cultural practices too, because that's how, um, like I, I kind of learned too, was that like lesser magic, greater magic. It's like, you know, these tools are just, you know, ways to direct your own energy. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. They're training, like they're basically like a type of training wheel, even if even that, or like, or 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 borrowed energies. Yeah. Or yeah, borrowed, or borrowed energies. energies. And that's yeah. what gets me about like, like fucking. Okay, I know Harry Potter's fictional, but it's like how like they can't do magic without their wand, and it's like, huh? And people are like that too. It's like, oh, I need like I need my wand. It's like, yeah. No, you but you, you know what? You're you're right. You know, I hear people saying that or I read people saying that I can't do, you know, X, Y, Z because I don't have what I need. What do you see? Need? Um, I mean, what is it really just that you said, need? And Fearless just said that she loves collecting items. It's an addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Here's the thing yeah. is I, I think I'm pretty sure I can th speak for all of us is like we have some things that we absolutely love and we love working yeah. with them. I'm the same way. Absolutely. They're like, um, like I fully incorporate tarot cards into workings. I do mm -hmm. tarot magic too. Yeah. So um, like, I love my decks. You can ask Bella and Brandy. I treat them like children. Like the, they're my babies. Like I carry them around with me. Like it's very weird, but, <laughs> but it's an odd little thing, but it's you okay. Love, like witchy stuff too. Like I love witchy stuff. I'll get something if it looks yeah, witchy, Of course. Like I don't necessarily use it. It's usually just decor. Yeah, like, I, 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 think, I, I think that uh, none of our messages are that, that don't use stuff. I think our message is, is is find find your balance, and don't let the stuff become your crutch. Exactly. Yes. Like don't let it be a requirement or like make you feel like you're powerless without it. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Look, look not um, I think my suggestion is if you're just starting, watch Bella's video on like how to. Uh, visualize how to manipulate energy, how to create that. Watch that, and then look into practices that don't use tools. Um, like, actually, I, I just, I just did a video on magic without tools. Mm -hmm. but, but even, but a while back, you actually did one that was like. But back a while back, you did one that was specifically on like how to visualize and stuff like that. Um, I think it was I think like that was branding. Oh yeah, I did the energy manipulation and no, stuff. Mm -mm, nope, nope, y'all, nope. I will give you the link to it <laughs> when we are done. I know which one I'm talking about. Anyways, one of us um, made those videos. It's out there somewhere. Bella did it. <laughs> Bella did it. Anyways, um, do that and then look into 
and then look into we got some noises <laughs> we got um okay so watch the video and then look into practices that naturally do not have tools um like one of the ones that i can uh pennsylvania dutch has a lot of that um hexenmeisters hexenmeisters are they only use their hands like that's it yep. they don't yeah. use they don't use any, they only use their hands so look into stuff like that that can teach you how to rely on yourself more yeah eastern magic eastern magic um a lot of it mm -hmm. is with the mm -hmm. voice and with the hands hand gestures yep. um Hold on. There was one. There was another comment I wanted to read. Okay, it was from Fearless, and she said, "I get annoyed at a spell recipe online that tells you what items to use, but not why or for what purpose." Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people these I, days are not going to tell you; they're just going to say you need it. Well, and, and sometimes they may not know. To be honest. Um, exactly. Uh, I oh, know okay. that Which means you shouldn't be trying to teach people. Because like, like even during my, my lecture this past, this last weekend, which I actually will be giving the same lecture next weekend. So, and I actually have a video camera, so it'll be recorded properly. But uh, yeah, that was uh, one thing that someone asked me was, uh, do you need tools? I was like, absolutely not, no. And she brought up Wicca, how like Wicca has like the, the, um, the athame, oh, the, layout. The, the black handled knife where like you can't cut anything physical for that. You need the, the white Bo hand, the bowline. Yeah. The bowline. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then, then like, Oh, you need the chalice and the plate and the, and the, this and the, that, and you have to yeah, do they this. have a whole you altar set up like layout. Right. And you need your crown and you need your ritual robe and your staff and your wand and your, Kane oh my god i'm already irritated that's too much that's doing right? too much it's like, as he's going through this list i'm like is it over yet is it over yet please shut the fuck up oh my god why is there so much stuff and and i think i think um that's why i really hate it when people um feel that they should start with wicca um and 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 again i understand i understand the human need behind that because wicca presents itself as very organized and very, you know, this and this and this and you know, here's and rules. The and more you learn, some, the more you're like, they don't, they are just organized. Some, some people, some people really, really thrive on on that structure. I get it, but the thing I'm that you have them. to, but you have the thing that you have to remember is that part of the reason why, actually, the big reason why Wicca has that structure is because remember, it's a religion. The magical aspect to that practice is still religiously based. So even their magic is based on their religion. Exactly. So you have you have to learn how to, to separate that. And if you are trying to emulate Wiccan practices and you are not religious, you're gonna struggle. Right. Absolutely. It's like, you know, we have an innate connection to the earth. We draw power from it. It empowers us. Like the earth itself, you know, we are connected to the earth. Like this is our tool right here. And even the air around us. Oh, real, That's our tool. real quick. I got a question. <laughs> I got a question that I got to answer. 
So blank blank said, can prayers be considered like an incantation? Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like again, again, I can go back to like hexenmeisters. That's how they heal. They basically say incantation yep. prayers while moving their hand and manipulating energy around your body. Well, um, look at the book of Psalms. Into- the book of Psalms is basically yeah. a book of ancient curses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, there's there's several there's several traditions, several cultures, several practices that look at the I don't even know if several is the right word there is a lot well (laughs) like I would I off top the one the the different practices that I am most familiar with all of them in some way use some kind of prayer structure Mm -hmm. as as an incantation so voodoo some people who incorporate uh that into voodoo they do that um again Appalachian conjure hexameisters who do likes to incorporate that yes yes but again so, yeah, not that, all that's, practitioners that's really do. common yeah so, yeah but but the point being is you know recognizing there's there's nothing that says that you cannot use a religious prayer but again recognize your context recognize your purpose mm-hmm. um my mom's to do it it's all purposeful like exactly. my, and i just like, got another like, one yeah. Mm-hmm. So alternative witchy unicorn says no nowhere says things to do without tools and I don't have many except candles. Um okay, you know what? Maybe we should do a few examples on how to do workings without tools. But again, um a while back I suggested a book I can't remember the name of it now, but it, it's about Hexenmeisters and it's about Pennsylvania Dutch practices. Um, I will have friend? Bella, huh? Long lost friend? No, but that's another one. Yeah. Um, but you guys, if you I, haven't, if you haven't put, watched my watch my video on Magic Without Tools, I talk yeah. about some examples of how you can do magic without tools. And those are just examples. Um, you know, it's yeah. really... I could do one too. I mean, I know you beat me to it, but it's like I can kind of do do one from like my my perspective. It'd probably be a lot of the same information, just iterated differently. <laughs> if you don't Bella, mind, yeah, no, like, of course. Bella, there's something for you here. It says Bella Luna. I started with Wicca. I always struggled. I felt more comfortable in the left hand path, but that's starting to change. What's starting to change? The, um, like are you not comfortable hand? yeah like are you not comfortable with the left hand path anymore or like what do you mean that's starting to change but like, well my 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 personal response to that is um you know and we <clears throat> we did a podcast specifically on left hand path versus right hand path versus crooked path it's it's one of the reasons why i choose to say that i i walk the crooked path and, and and that's because um, I find, even though I find the left-hand path very, very liberating, I still find it a little restrictive. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like a witch naturally, if they are not bound by constraints, they walk a crooked path because they they wave and 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 weave through, um, you know, a it, number of different different beliefs and and opinions and it just depends i mean you know and again i think i've I've written posts about this you know where the left-hand path 
Um, yes, the left hand pass, uh, it, it, they do um, really hone in on, you know, we are our own God. I do believe that, that that is also kind of a crooked path mentality, but it really is more of the balance between light and dark. And again, that's a good message. I'm, I'm not necessarily against that message, but I'm also a believer or I'm also uh, adamantly against polarization of this versus mm. that. Mm-hmm. And e- even if it means a balance, for me, what I, the reason why I say crooked path is because the goal there is not a balance between light and dark, it's the merging of yeah, light exactly. and dark. Exactly. And that's like how we have to be, just like in nature, both nurturing and destructive. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. She said finding books on Wicca or finding books not Wicca based has been hard for me too. Apparently, Wicca is super popular. I mean, yeah, we've talked about that numerous times. Yeah. It's been If you go through either my Instagram (laughs) or our videos, but yeah, if you go through either my Instagram or our videos, none of the books that I suggest are are ever Wicca based. I'm yeah. pretty sure that goes the same for them. So if you're looking yeah. for stuff, go through our book recommendations. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, go on our website too. I think we have a few. We book have a few recommendations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but but that is definitely a struggle. Um, it's much better than it was, but I'm telling you, you know, 20, 30 years ago, trust me, it that's was all we 10 could find. Worse, it was 30 times worse. Um, yeah, because that's when I started. Real, that's all I found. And real yeah. quick before we before we get off of Bella responding to the left hand path thing, you responded. might end up. I know, but if you if you end up still being like I'm not comfortable with this, you might be similar to me. I have a problem with a lot of words that are used because to me it's just what I do. I don't need to call it witchcraft. I don't need exactly. to call it. I don't need to call it a spell. I don't need to, I, there is no word that describes my path. Not mm-hmm. none. Like yeah. eclectic. No left. No. Right. No. Yeah. Up. It's no. Just high. Left, no. Like, yeah. no, it's none of that. It's, it's not even that. It's just, it's just what I do. It's what yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and exactly. It's the, the labels. We use the labels to communicate. You know, I don't, and I don't honestly, sit I feel there like your and, problem is that you're getting tied up on the labels. Stop yeah. worrying about the labels and just do you. Yeah. And, and, we just got and, another and, one and asking I, about kitchen witcher. Like, what does a kitchen witch do? Oh, the same thing. The same thing everybody else does. The same fucking it's thing. It's the same thing. It just involves being in the kitchen and using food yeah, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Exactly. That's about magical, it. Yeah. Food, magical cocktails, yeah. things yeah. like that. Uh, There's slight nuances, like for instance, the activation component in kitchen witchery Mm -hmm. is is usually in the consumption. Yes, but it's but it's but uh, you know there again the when you talk about you know the so-called blank blank witch witch, you know um, those are that those are limiting me for me personally. I think that when you start putting labels, yeah, it puts. Why do you want to only do one kind of working? Because. Because again, break it down, whatever it is, break it down and look for the core things. How am I activating my spell? What am I using for my energies? What are my goals for my working? And you will find that you can put anything in there. You want to eat it to activate? Fine. You want to burn it to activate? Fine. 
Do you want to mm -hmm. blow on it to activate? Fine. You know, um, those are, it becomes irrelevant as to what you call that type of working. Exactly. Yeah. But, but, but from a, from a logistic standpoint, yes, kitchen witchery is supposed to involve food specifically for your workings and you activate it through consumption. So again, to me, here's, to me that's, here's that's thing, limiting. Like, and here's, yeah, exactly. And, and that's my point is like, do we do that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure all four of us incorporate kitchen uh, of workings. Of course. I've, I've, made, I, I, I've made recipes. I've made a magical yes. breakfast yes. video. Yes, I mean, you know. recipes. All, in fact, I'm oh, going to yeah. tell you this. If every single food I make every single drink I make has something imbued period mm -hmm. that's just because because everything I do is this yeah so it doesn't matter if I'm cooking it doesn't matter if I'm putting piss in a jar it doesn't matter if I'm making a poppet or a doll or you know burning candles it doesn't matter what I'm doing because everything I do is what I do if you want to activate the urine by by consuming it you do you. <laughs> you do you, boo, but I'm not. <laughs> All of a sudden, I will not be no parts kitchen witch. We will not be going Fuck to that dinner. Kitchen. That. We will be not attending dinner at that. Shall we go dinner. on to the next misconception? Yeah. Uh, so it's yes. my turn. That's, that's why I'm pushing it. Yes, my, my son, you can make a magical grilled cheese. You sure and you can? already know how to do that. <laughs> Marcus. All right. <laughs> All right. So the next misconception is covens are a universal concept in witchcraft. Mm -hmm. So for, yes, for, some, for some reason, I've been seeing people talk about covens a lot lately. It must be the, the newest buzzword. Um, well, there are four people right here who are not. <laughs> so, so first of all, Please remember, witchcraft is not a practice of just one race, one culture, one location in the world. Covens themselves are pretty much a staple in, in some of the European witchcraft, and actually even more specifically, the West European witchcraft. Yes. And even within some of those practices, uh, not all of them recognize the concept of a coven. Right. Um, there are like many, many, many practices out there, many traditions, many cultures that have no clue what coven a coven is because that is that doesn't exist. For whatever reason, it's become this thing that's like, oh, I want to be a witch. I should find a coven. Well, okay. Are you? It, it, what is that part of the tradition that you're doing? Um, if it's do you not, you want to work with you, all those rules? <laughs> why do you want to be in a coven? Do you know what a coven is? And don't just answer, oh, it's a 13 people. Okay, well, yeah, in that tradition. Well, because like, like, like I know in my family, um, like the, the family line is called a coven. But it's specific to, to just the family line. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so I guess you are in a coven. <laughs> You were born into it. But but again, going That's back cool, to, to folk magic, folk magic practices, don't know what the fuck a coven is. There is no, no coven. No. 
No, there's not. And most, um, like you said a minute ago, many be practices. so careful. Be so very careful of these buzz, these buzz phrases, these buzz terms. Yeah, like, I don't like rules. So no, Kevin, for me. <laughs> no, same, same. Like I said, I'm a while back. I tried it back in the day when I was like 18, 19. And I'm sorry, but I don't follow rules. And, you know, people in their high horses of, oh, I'm better than you because you just came in crap. You know, but all you that. Like, like the concept of a coven when it comes to like a witching family, it's just a way of identifying the, the family line. Yeah. Like, like it's not like like we're not close. We don't have to do workings together. We're not connected. I'm not close to my family. I would. I kind of wish I was, but like I'm really not. And even when it comes to like the practitioners, I think the only like really hardcore ones are just my me, my dad, my aunt, and then kind of my sister. <laughs> there's 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 some practices in some cultures that do have something similar to a coven, but they call them something else. Like they'll yeah. call them tribes. Or yeah, tribes, clan, a camarilla. Camarilla was actually the, the term that was used before Coven. Yeah. So, but and yeah. Fearless is right. The more, the, the whole Wicca thing, it promotes more of this whole Coven idea. Yeah. You know, and see, I think, I think a lot of people too, I think a lot of people too don't really understand what it is. So they think it's just like a group of their friends who are doing witchy things together, witchy arts and crafts. Um, so, you know, um, or like a book club these days yeah it's basically yeah so um i I think that's part of it too a small part of it but i do think that's a a part of it too yeah yeah who's next who who gets the next misconception i think we're back to you hestia okay because i only have one more anyway (laughs) so it's okay um, i got i got four more (laughs) watch okay i'm glad this is recording and i'm glad this is live because brandy and bella's face is about to explode (laughs) (laughs) because this is not something that i would normally talk about but i'm going to do it and then i might die but here we go so the next misconception is that sex is an energy exchange they're like you're gonna talk about what we're wow we're <laughs> she said the s word she, she said the s word on purpose she said the no! s word did she have a stroke and die is this a fake person yes it is right? this is not this is not hestia talking this is her alter that is ego. a really interesting uh, that is really interesting i'm glad you brought that up okay so here is here is my stance on it because um there has been a quote that's been circulating the internet for years like i have seen it so many times and it's basically telling people that they shouldn't have casual intercourse because it's you're you're sharing energies with this person and you're taking on their whatever they got going on and they're taking on whatever you got going on and so on and so forth and i have to disagree and this is why one from the perspective of a practitioner so if you are a practitioner of any sort you should have better control of your energy i know practitioners who are sex workers and in a stable relationship why can this happen because as a practitioner she knows that this is transactional this is energy exchange they are separate they are not the same 
she knows how to, you know, put those shields up. There's no emotion. There's no energy transference between her and a client. Meanwhile, she has a fully committed, loving relationship with somebody else. Now, is this going to be the situation for everybody? Hell no. But I use her as an example because it's such a good one because she is a sex worker. So she is the perfect example of how it can be 100%, no strings attached, transactional. And then, yes, it can be an energy transfer. So So if you guys watched Brandy and Bella's sex magic series, I did not. (laughs) So, So if you watch that, I'm pretty sure they'll go into how to do it, how it can 100% be that it, you can Actually, transfer no. energy, Mm-mm. you can transfer energy, you can take energy, no. you can give energy, you can manifest. Yeah, all of this. It, there's, there's so much you can do with that energy. But here's and, and another thing. That, that's what. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, um, that's, that's the whole point that I was going to bring up was that actually when you're talking about sex magic in particular that actually has nothing to do with it there is no exchange of energies that is not what sex magic is sex magic is generating energies just like you would generate energies for any kind of working it's just yet another way to generate energies to direct your energies um, towards either charging or activating something or or for your working sex magic okay, let me is clarify purposely then. yeah but sex let magic me, is purposely not yeah on my end and i get that this is not the traditional meaning understanding so you know mm-hmm. this is this is just a me thing anything that i do that has to do with energy manipulation and sex is sex magic to me that is no, my I, opinion. I, that is how I do things. Um, no, so. I, under, I understand that. But what, what I'm trying to say is that aside from what you're saying, if. Oh, I was if, more so explaining to listeners. I know, you know, oh, <laughs> no, but no, but what and this is all this is also for the listeners, uh, you know, uh, it because because the statement that you made was uh, a it was a correct statement. It was also a broader statement. If you're applying that to the concept of actual sex magic of what what generally speaking we know sex magic to be sex magic isn't an exchange of energies it is a, a creation and a buildup of energies so it it gets even more convoluted you know i guess is what i'm saying depending on what you're talking about and how you're viewing it so you know either way Either way, I feel like we're both kind of saying the same things for for, yeah. for totally different reasons. And um, another thing that I wanted to uh, use her as an example for again is, again, she is with somebody who she has feelings for. So when they are intimate, yes, you're sharing energy at that point in time because there's uh, there's uh, uh, emotions involved. And so when there's mm-hmm. emotions involved, there's automatically going to be transference of energy, even if you're not having sex. So um, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there because I have, I have seen that often over the years and, um, 
And yeah. So when you see that, so, don't, don't automatically assume that like, oh my God, this is why I'm so fucked up. No, you might just be fucked up. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not always somebody else's. It's not always somebody else. Like sometimes you got to deal with your own shit. Like it's your shit, handle it. Um, don't, don't put it on somebody else just because you had sex with them. Like it has but, nothing to do with them. Handle your shit. But I do um, have a caveat. I do have a caveat though, to what you just said. And it goes back to what you said in the very beginning, which is, um, you know, if you're dealing with with somebody that um, that has the abilities of uh, of an energy vampire, then mm-hmm. um, let's Oof. then then hopefully you are putting in in your cognizant of what you're putting out and that you're you're putting in the protection and and all of that necessary. Um, to me, that would be the the caveat and the only time that you know I would be concerned about an exchange of energies. Yeah. And see, um, go ahead. So yeah, like that's why I like would say too, especially like Bella just said, like if you're a person who retains people's energy or you're with a person that they retain energy, that's when the whole shielding and energy shielding and all that shit should totally come into play. And see, that's a perfect little segue. So like, like I was saying, the person that I was giving an example from, she is a practitioner. So she knows how to shield and stuff. Now, what about a regular mundane person? So take a regular mundane person. Are you going to automatically be susceptible to the energies of having either casual or intimate sexual relations with somebody? Um, I think it could go one of two ways, depending on the person. Are you highly sensitive and intuitive or are you like super regular mundane? Because if you're super regular mundane, I think you might be a little too dumbed down to pick up on it. And, you know, we all know somebody that's just a hoe for hoe's sake and they don't give a fuck. Like they just don't care because they're, they're not going to feel that energy because they got their own shit going on. So, <laughs> um, and then there's other people who are highly intuitive or highly sensitive to other people's energies, but that doesn't mean that they're an empath. That doesn't mean they're a practitioner. It's just a regular, regular people can be sensitive to energies too. That doesn't yeah. make you a practitioner. So you can, so let's just say you're a highly intuitive, highly sensitive to energetic or, or to energy person, and you're having frivolous sex with people. Yeah. Those people yeah, they're going to feel that a little more. So I just want, I just kind of wanted to spread that out because I feel like this quote gets passed around a lot and um, I don't feel like it's ever fully broken down. So it no. just has people yeah. out here thinking like, I, oh my God, I, I slept with seven people. So I got this, the baggage I, of seven I'm, people. I'm no, changing. it's your baggage. No. I had, had to like change my mind. I was like, okay, yeah, I see your point. <laughs> All right. Miss Mountain Gypsy, you're up next. I got my notebook. Okay, so this one I've seen several times just this last week on every social media. And I guess it's a big topic right now on TikTok of you have to be trained by an elder witch. You have to. You like I, That's why, because I've been getting abundancy of messages on TikTok or comments and stuff about wanting to be trained. You don't have to be trained by somebody. Like that one's been really irritating to me. You like, wanna you wanna elaborate on that more? Okay, so there's a couple of things on TikTok that I've seen that these young people 
have been told for them to be able to become a witch, that they need to seek out training from someone with 10 or more years of practice under their belt. That they will never become an actual witch unless they've been classically trained by someone. So everybody get ready for the influx of messages on social media. Yeah, that, that that's that's a that's an interesting thing from TikTok. Who knew? Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm kind of speechless on that one. I mean, there are a couple. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. What? <laughs> there, there's yeah. a couple. There's a couple of things to that. Like, I kind of get perhaps a little bit what they're trying to say. You know, um, and and we've said this before. You know, I mean obviously there's there's nothing wrong and it's actually even a good idea you know if if you can connect with people that that have experience that you can you know put things past and but but a formal training that is something that really only exists in very particular traditions now i would have to say that that is from what i've seen it's mostly closed practices that do it too yeah like, yeah, like, uh, um, I would say that that is absolutely positively true for particular traditions. There's, like Tessia said, there's certain traditions that if you want to practice in that tradition, then you have to go through their formal training methods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can uh, I want to elaborate on something too? Like, um, a lot of people have like a thing about self initiation, which don't get me wrong. Like, if you feel like you know, so like I don't personally believe in self-initiation per se, because for me, initiation means like you're having something bestowed upon you. And I don't think you can bestow something upon yourself. Because in my tradition, uh, the way initiation works, it's like being initiated into like a fraternity or like a private members club. It's like, you can't just waltz in and be like, oh, it's okay, I'm a member. Well, who made you a member? I did. (laughs) Like, uh, so for me, or at least in my tradition, initiation is um, where you are given access to the collective power and knowledge of our ancestors, those who came before. Um, The rite of dedication, however, I think is actually really important because that's like where you actually, you know, go to prove yourself for, or you actually like verbally iterate your, that you're dedicating yourself to the craft and uh, the way we did. We do it like very stark traditionalist. It's like uh, going into the cemetery, butt ass naked, in the middle of the night, with a nothing but a lantern. <laughs> but but you know that that's a perfect example. You know of if if I wanted to do exactly what you do and be part of your family, um, you know, yes, I would have to be. Uh, I would have to be initiated. I'd probably have to marry somebody. I'm so, um, you know, but but again, it goes back to, you know, these these overgeneralizing statements that, you know, really drill down on that. You know, that statement is both true and false at the same time, because it's true. It's true for X and Y tradition. It is not true for A, B, C, D, E, F, G traditions. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. But yeah, like that's one of the big ones that's been going around like the last couple of weeks that like you have to be trained by an 
elder witch or someone who has 10 or more years under their belt. I've seen that too. And it's like, if you don't do that, then you're not a witch. You're a magician. Yes. Like <laughs> you're just, you're just playing around and you have to be trained. I'm like, I wasn't trained by nobody. I mean, I got information and knowledge from older people, you know, when I was younger and I was, you know, looking for stuff outside of what I found in general, but I I wasn't sitting there going to classes and, 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 you know, being taught anything like that. I was being guided. It doesn't like going back to like the initiation too into like family traditions. I think that can totally be done by like spiritual ancestors as well. Cause like it's still a member of your family. It's just not a living one. Yeah. And I think it also goes back to, you know, by making that statement, there's a couple of things that I have an, an issue with that, you know, number one, and, and we've talked about this, all of us um, on other episodes and also personally um, how, you know, being a witch, you know, that that's, that's in your DNA. That's even beyond your DNA. It's in your spiritual DNA, if there's even such a thing. Um, you know, that is, that is not the result of, um, of formal classes. But the other, the other thing that I, that I, that I find disturbing is um, that statement of you're not a witch, you're, you're a magician. Guess what? Okay. Um, witchcraft is but one of many different magical systems. There are many people who practice magic and some pretty damn good and strong, effective magic at that, that don't call some themselves witches, they're mages, they're magicians. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Yeah. There's that's, that's, a, that's a little elitist. I'm, I'm actually not really liking that at all. That's how, I mean, with me personally, just very personally, like if someone like, well, I mean, if somebody who practices a, a magical system other than witchcraft, if they want to call themselves a witch, then absolutely go for it. But just like in, with me and my, in my mind, like it would be hard for me to like really relate the term witch to someone who doesn't practice witchcraft specifically. But that doesn't mean I'm like gonna jump down your throat and be like, no, you don't like you have to. Yeah. For, for like, me, like, I, I feel like um, witchcraft means something, something specific. Yeah. Uh, what I was what I was saying, Jason, was that there's there's nothing wrong with being a magician. I just felt like that statement mm-hmm. said, kind of put in, uh, made this insinuation of a lesser than. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Me, to me, no. there's no lesser than. No, but no, when it comes, no, but no. when it comes to when when it comes to witchcraft specifically, you know, I feel, uh, and again, I hate to keep uh, pumping my videos, pimping my videos, but you know, like what I said on my video, what makes witchcraft witchcraft is you know and you mentioned it jason it's it's that we use uh the the energies from this earthly plane we call it nature but it's not really just nature it's anything from this earthly plane it could be the sun the planets um yeah and and we also we access the liminal the video i was talking about yeah yeah and we and we we access the liminal we um uh, we 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 tap into our subconscious you know to me those are those are those are core signals of the witchcraft practice because you don't see some of that in some of the other magical systems exactly. that doesn't mean they're not any less effective it's just that's kind of what sets them sets each of them exactly. apart exactly that's what i like about 
that that one uh, black clover thingy was like um, it like depending on where they were in that nature. So like it's a fictional thing. Don't get confused, people. Totally fictional. Um, but like, like I just kind of like the the storyline because it kind of plays on that. Like um, all their magic, like it kind of worked the same. Just like depending on where they were in the world and what type of magic they practice was where that um, I guess title came from yeah but but yeah the whole like magic is exclusive to witchcraft like the ones in the witches forest like their magic specifically was like hex magic nature magic blood magic where it's like other ones who call themselves wizards they would have like like um like matter magic gravity type bullshit and um and then like the ones that they were called mages would have like other types of, of stuff, but but like yeah, it's like it doesn't mean it's any less effective. It's just the the type of. But to, to to me to me that's that statement that they're touting on witch truck um, is giving the false assumption that magic is equal to witchcraft, and that is absolutely incorrect. Witchcraft is just one of many Ma- magic many. systems. Yes. Oh yeah, many many. <clears throat> well, not well, not maybe not my well. Maybe. There's, pro- I mean, what we listed in the book, I think we listed like maybe at least 10. Oh, um, yeah. yeah as good. examples. I mean, you yeah, know, that, there's. There's a lot of them. There's, there okay. is. Absolutely. And that's the beauty of it. So, I mean. And it's like, and magic can be iterated in like a lot of different things too. It's like, you know, um, like you ask someone's like why like someone who says they don't believe in magic oh i see you're wearing an angel pen why are you <laughs> well why are you wearing oh an angel my pen? god my, my my well my grandma gave it to me oh why'd she give it to you to protect me that's magic that's one of my other misconceptions is jewelry jewelry yes what about jewelry yes. so hey like, g- give us a second misconception <clears throat> Okay, so like you're going out of order, but whatever. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. But actually, after you do this one, I wanted to do the one from the chat because somebody uh, posted a misconception in there. Oh. Cool. Oh. Yeah. Well, because like I've had not. Like, I mean, I was asked this once this week already, but I've also seen it everywhere. Is you have to wear a pentacle. You have to. What? I'm like <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I, I don't wear <laughs> pentacles. I, I wear, I mean, yeah, my charm bracelet has one, but it's on my charm Where bracelet. Where are we at work? Like, you have to wear a name tag? What the fuck? Right. Yeah, like, I, see, I see the pinnacles one. Pinnacles and the evil eye. Always. It's always oh, don't even Don't even get me started on the you evil eye. You don't have like, Don't get me started on the evil eye. I mean, yes. Yeah, see? Like, we all wear different things, and it all depends on your pet you know your practice your beliefs all of that so but wear like, what feels have... right to you because like exactly. i was asking it, it it's not even a have to like it's not even like a have to thing it's just like no. a like like i i personally prefer them because i think it's like you know like a, an amulet or a pendant can be kind of like an extension of your power it could help like maybe protect and then also keep you grounded could also um, help like magnify your abilities, but it's not like a requirement to wear one. You don't have to wear a freaking pendant or a piece of jewelry if you don't want to. No. And even if, it could be anything. It could be a freaking Hello Kitty charm if you want to. Right? right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, fun, I... fun fact, the pentagram is used in, in 
in Christianity too. You Christian, oh, yeah. so you're wearing a pentagram. I mean, which one? Yep. Is it? Yeah, because like, because I was asked that question this week. Like, it was a question, and then literally after I saw that, like, it was like a thing in like all these different chats and all these different places. Like, the question just kept coming up, and I was like, you don't That's have delicious. to. You don't have to. It's not if it doesn't belong. Like if you don't feel right wearing it, it's not a must. You don't have to wear jewelry. I mean, I choose to, but they're not pentacles. You know, I wear the bracelet Bella bought me last year for my birthday. The band that Jim gave me, my new charm bracelet that my bitch gave me. You know. (laughs) So what was what did the what did the person uh, um, say in the comments? But that. But like that's all I like. I don't like stuff on my wrist for some reason. I feel weird. Estia, what was the person that oh, yeah. they wrote? That's, now that we're uh-huh. okay, there. Okay, there was two. So the first one is misconception, which is we're all really goddess worshiping herbalist midwives. Not all of them. No. No. I mean, not at all. We're not at all. Were some? So sure. so let me let me tell you where that came from. Uh, that actually came from Christianity. Christianity was the one who who wrote about that and spread that that uh, that that witches were were goddess worshiping. Yeah, that's that's well documented. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, everywhere. That's also mentioned in that book I keep telling you about, uh, the Darkening Age. It, yeah. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. What was what was the other one that was that you said there was two in there? Um, the other one is, oh shit, now there's three. Okay, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Just read one. Okay, so this, okay, a misconception that bothers me is that all witches are the same. That's not true. We're all different in how we practice. Uh I mean, yeah, that's, we pretty much say that all the time. Yeah. We're not a cult, people. We are not a cult. No, we are not a cult. <laughs> like even though we do things differently, like when they say like there's different types of witches, like that bothers me so much. <laughs> that that types types of witches. Type. I, I feel like there's the gray witches and crystal witches and kitchen witches and green witches and brown and this witches and that witches. It's like I think witch, like a witch is a witch. A witch is like, a witch is a yeah. witch, period. Well, I have exactly. an opinion on another category that I had to deal with this week, but we won't talk about that one right there. <laughs> oh, Tehesi said there was one more. Go for it. Uh, Fearless said another misconception is that witchy jewelry automatically protects you or gives you more luck or makes you more magical in some way. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Dude, I wa- that's probably where that whole thing came from. Like you yeah. have to, like, go ahead, Jason. You have to, you have to empower it. You have to. Yeah, exactly. Like, you have like, to do your why, thing. Right. Yeah. So like, like it doesn't. Like that's why. Like if you just go and like get a pentagram or go and get like a wrapped stone, like you have to put that energy into it. Otherwise, you just have a piece of jewelry. And conversely, get a regular piece of jewelry then you can, it can become an amulet if you put that power into it. Exactly, exactly. Here's another thing. This ties into something else that I feel very strongly about. Um, I've, I've in the past said that I believe that if you're a practitioner, 
you should be making your own oils and blends and, and herbal blends, whatever it is that you need for your workings, you should be making those yourself instead of buying them from other practitioners, because that's how you put your energy into it. So, Mm -hmm. so with that said, I feel the same way about jewelry. Um, You should be making these yourself. If you're using them for protection, why would you not want to do that yourself? If you're a practitioner, I feel, I feel like jewelry that is made as a working for for you to buy i think that should be somebody who is looking for that working from you but like what do you mean by made exactly like 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 do you mean just like empowered by yourself or do you mean like actually like you dig up the stones and like no 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 i mean just like you you're the one that made it the protection okay Okay. Yeah, yeah I, like, I, I, I agree and disagree with that. I, I both agree and disagree. Um, I think it honestly, I think when it comes to like buying spell oils and things like that, spell powder powders, I think that is really individually based on on the practitioner. You know, there are some that maybe are not far along um, and want to use something from a, a well-established practitioner. My, my thoughts to that, though, is that don't just buy it from anybody. Um, you know, if you feel that you have to do that, do your research and make sure that that practitioner is somebody that you, re- that you resonate with, that you respect, um, right. you know, that you have some knowledge about. It's not, you know, don't, don't just go to Walmart and buy something that says, you know, magical oil. Right. Um, or those nail polishes. Like you really don't Or those to... nail polishes. Brandy, you got to tell them about it. Tell them oh about my God. Okay. So when I went to Walmart, because, you know, I have to go do the mom thing and I always stop at the nail polishes. They now have a line of nail polish <laughs> for negative energy banishment or whatever with essential oils from you know the santa paulo rosemary sage rosemary with roses so you can paint your pretty nails and just get rid of all that negative energy oh what a bunch of horseshit like seriously yeah (laughs) my my thing my thing is you know you know put the magic aside Whenever you buy anything from a big store, it has those labels on it. Fat free. This will help you lose weight. Blah, blah, blah. You know, just be smart, people, about what you're buying. Who are you buying it from? You know, um, I absolutely agree with Hestia in that I think that making it yourself is the best. But there's going to be circumstances where you, on a personal level, feel like you need to buy from somebody else. So then be smart about it. That's, that's, that's all I got. I'm sorry. I had to throw that in the chat the other, last night when I saw that nail polish. I was like, are you yeah. shitting me? Jason, do you have a misconception? Okay. We actually just got another one. Oh, another one? Okay. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> um, one other misconception that bugs me is that all magic is harmful. <laughs> what? Who, who says that? Right. <laughs> all what? magic is harmful. In what way? That's so cute. You know what? I bet you that has something to do with the, uh, you know, people touting magic comes with a price. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I was at the expo last, last weekend, um, 
like I have these uh, beginner witch spell kits, right? And uh, one of them is for hex. And uh, um, I remember this one uh, girl was like looking at it and this mom was like telling her like, no, remember karma. Everything comes back tenfold. You must be liked in love. And it was so hard for me to bite my tongue. I just wanted to be like, mm, Karma doesn't do anything for you in this life. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all irritated like I do when people say things like that. It's like, oh. Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that is, that is a huge... Like, I wanted her to buy something. So I was like, I, wanted her, I had to, like, bite my tongue. I didn't want her to be like, oh, hell no. You do not tell me how to raise my child. But You know what? Like, Let, let's, let's replace that. Let's replace magic is harmful. All alcohol is harmful. Breathing the freaking air in the city is harmful. These are harmful. <laughs> it, you can you can put anything in that sentence, and it can be uh, it can be true for somebody and not true for another. You know, just um, if that's what you feel and that's what you believe. And I know the person is not saying that that's what they feel, um, but uh, but if that is truly what you if you if you are one of those people that believe that then okay that's true for you i'm sorry to hear that you want to know you want to know something that's way more reckless what talking crazy to somebody that you don't know like that's dangerous too but people do that all the time getting opinions from strangers following their <laughs> advice caring about those opinions from strangers. <laughs> yeah. Like and again, in and of itself, you know, of course, uh, talk, talk amongst everybody. But, you know, like with everything else, it should be the same with whether it's a book or a blog or a stranger telling you on the internet or a stranger telling you on the street, you know, take it all in. But compare contrast make your own decisions don't just be like you know jane doe said so i'm gonna do this you know be a little just be a little smarter than that so jason do you have um, any uh, additional another misconception to add uh, let's see which ones that we haven't covered already or ones that you guys haven't covered i'm trying to think oh shit we've covered tons this is this is our I'm... fourth ep this is our fourth version of this episode there's another good misconception that hasn't been covered um hmm you think about it and and i'll i'll tell i'll say my next one okay like, i got more hold yeah. up <laughs> my so, here's here's one for the season for just Ooh. this for this season that one is on the same day as halloween it is not no yeah that, that is a that is a huge misconception that is a that huge... happened when everybody started migrating here and it became commercialized yeah um how first of all halloween and Samhain are two different things do, mm. do not equate them um that that's a little disrespectful because um Samhain for many people are part of um, certain religions. Um, you know, there's there's a number of us that do choose to observe Samhain regardless, even though we're not religious. Um, but but um, 
it it originates from religious belief. So mm-hmm. one, when you try to say that that's uh, equitable to Halloween, that's that's like you know, I mean, that's, I mean, that's just rude. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the other is is that Samhain is also dependent upon again, once again, which tradition you follow. Yeah, Absolutely. like 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 with my family, like we know that the peak of it is not October thirty first, but that's when we've always just kind of did it like like that's just kind of like how when people's birthday like lands in the middle of the week but you celebrate it on the weekend like that's kind of like how we kind of did it it's just always been on the 31st for some whatever reason and that I've just kind of yeah. throughout it, my, my you know if it's by choice it's by choice but don't assume that that's the case you know right. I really understand what that is Stalin is is actually not the only time of the year that um, the veil is the thinnest. There are actually actually two times during the year. A- and actually, for, a, for some people, um, uh, what's the dawn? Dawn, I think, is, is the right way to put it. Dawn is actually viewed by some people to be um, the time, a time where the veil is thin. So, twilight, like like um a twilight yeah. yeah yeah so 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 again you know i'm just fully understand what you're doing and what you're saying so um but you know be but when you talk about dawn or twilight those are literally just you know minutes of the day whereas when you talk about the two times during the year you know there's it's whole extended periods mm-hmm. but but Samhain for some traditions is actually not one day it's actually um known as a period of time mm-hmm. for some people that one day is not on the 31st it's actually known as a cross quarter day which means that it lies between a solstice and an equinox so yes. Samhain, for some traditions are actually the midpoint between the autumn equinox and the winter solstice mm. so um yeah so I just thought that that would be a fun little misconception to throw in, given the season. Love it. <laughs> Some history on the spooky season. <laughs> did you As did a, you come up Did you come up with something, Jason? I did not. I was focused on on that one. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I have I have more. If anybody else, unless anybody else has some. I I can't think of one at the moment. I'm not on on like TikTok or anything. I'm on a roll. I got like three more, but two Go of them are kind of related. Because okay, yeah, like like I haven't even been on Amino and like God knows how. <laughs> okay, so this one actually uh, Hestia alluded to it earlier, uh, and that is psychic abilities are not one and the same as witchcraft. Oh. That was one. That was kind of a tough one because I think that they definitely can go hand in hand, but at the same time they are different. Because like I think like psychic energy and magical energy, they definitely can go hand in hand, and um, like having access to like psychic energy like can make it easier for you to utilize like um, magical energies. But also like the gift of magic, like while it can be seen by some as like a niche type psychic ability in the sense that it kind of works the same like it um, some people can acquire it others are born with it 
Um, but having the gift of magic, it does encompass other abilities that are considered like psychic as well. Um, but for me, like I kind of have to wonder, like, um, is there a difference between like using like a psychic ability to see spirits or like perform like a psychokinetic act versus like using magical energy to, to do the same thing? Yeah, I think I think we're where that misconception um, starts coming into play is, you know, I see people that are coming into the practice new and they're asking, you know, how do I learn how to be claircognizant or, you know, how do I do this and how do I do that from a psychic perspective? Because isn't that, you know, isn't that what witches do? No. And, and, you know, it, and, and for me, it's like, you know, how many people out there are, are psychics or are mediums, you know, that, that have one of the clairs that don't have anything to do with, with witchcraft, you know, it's a, to me, it's a, it's, a, it's a separate gift. It is, it is. I agree. It is totally separate. Like, I mean, we know plenty of people who, I know plenty of people who have that gift, but don't practice at all. Yeah, exactly. Whatsoever. And like the, the way I learned it too was like um, psychics have the sight, which is in a nutshell, the ability to see, feel, hear, know things others cannot. Whereas mm -hmm. witches have the power, which is the ability to stimulate the forces that exist in nature in order to project right. our into existence, thus creating change, making things right. happen. But um, having the power can encompasses with the site, but whereas the site doesn't necessarily encompass the power. Exactly. There you exactly. go. Now, um, to jump off of that, as my next misconception is the flip side of that, which is all witches are psychic. Yeah. Uh, and, and that, again, you know, because I, I see I see Jason's face there. He's like, well, <laughs> right. you know, but um, but it's and, and again, let me let me put that into a little bit more context. Um, so I, I was doing a working for for somebody, and um, and she asked me, "Well, you're a witch. Um, is he with her right now?" And, that question <laughs> is what? What was it? Uh, she. She okay. She, it, it it was a working up about her husband and uh, this girl that he was having an affair with, and I was helping her. You know, I was doing a working for her to help her, and and we were talking, and she's like, "You're a witch. Can you tell me is he with her right now?" Oh, like your remote, like you can remote view, see everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like spot. yeah. Hold on, let me check my. And video I'm like, cameras. I don't know. <laughs> I Hang on, let me peer into the cauldron and see. <laughs> I get, that question. I get that a lot too from a few people like or, can you or, tell or me? remember that one remember that one on amino of that one dude that was uh messaging everybody showing a picture of like a bunch of boxes i'm yes, looking for something can you tell me where it is yes like, what like why am i looking at boxes and why are you bothering me <laughs> Right. He's like, I lost something valuable, and I really need to know what box it is. What is yeah. each box? I was like, I don't know. Top left hand corner. I'd have been like, right. you better start opening boxes. Like, did you check under the couch? 
I lose my <laughs> keys on a daily basis. Do you think I remember where I put them half the time myself? If I did, I wouldn't be losing them. I know, yeah. like, I, like I lose my vape of, like a hundred times a day. Like, like that's like my like Anthony says he's gonna put that on my tombstone. Is where's my vape? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that you know, there's obviously some gray line here. You know, when when you when you when you live this life, when you experience this life, you do you do tap into other things that allow you to be more open to a number of different things. But that that is not the same thing as equating to that we can all tell you what the next lottery numbers are just because we're a witch. I know. If we like, knew I'm that, we would all be millionaires living exactly. on a compound. Exactly, yeah. exactly. We'd have our compound in the woods with the right? freaking <laughs> awesome ass houses. Yeah, sorry, yeah. but you know, we, we would we, be doing our podcast from the compound. Hell yeah. yeah. In this really pimped out area, all cool and shit. But, you know, we can't do that because we haven't won the lottery. Right, exactly. Okay, my my That's my last one. Exception. Okay, I love that. That just reminded me of one. Like okay, people think like, when people think money spells can make them win the lottery, or that we can direct that mm. to win the lottery. No, we cannot do that. We like we cannot. I'm not saying that it's not entirely possible to to like not win the lottery with the money spell, but we don't direct the energy to that. Like magic, it takes the path of least resistance. And if that happens to be it, then it's not like the person is trying. Like it's like a, they'll just be in the grocery store and then it'll dawn on them, hey, maybe I should buy a lottery ticket. I usually don't buy one, but maybe I should. And then like, right. in, it's like yeah, they might win a couple hundred bucks. But mm -hmm. it's like, it, we, you know, we cannot predict the lottery number for or like forecast them or like make you win the lottery or, like, or why can't why can't you do why can't you do a money spell to get me a, a million dollars next week exactly <laughs> like my freaking boyfriend's like that <laughs> <laughs> no matter how explain it it's like no have you not been listening to what i've been telling you the past five freaking years like <laughs> i'm just being ignored Right, I think like he has that selective hearing. He hears what he wants to hear. All he hears is like spell, money, and lottery. <laughs> Gimme. <laughs> the selective Gimme. word. Yeah. You made this work. Why can't you make that work? <laughs> yep, exactly. Or that like not I dream of GD and I can or bewitch can wiggle my nose. Oh yeah, like twinkle the nose. <laughs> so um we are about 15 minutes roughly short of two hours. I've got one last misconception. I think that um, especially Jason is gonna go to town on this one and I have my own things to say as well, obviously. Uh, this may cause a little bit of, um, of anger in some people. Uh, I, I'm not even gonna apologize, it just is. Um, Pop culture characters are not deities. <laughs> oh, are we going there? Are we going there? Yeah, we are going there now. We're... Now let me now let me clarify what I mean by that. Okay, <laughs> I am not telling you that you are not allowed to worship pop culture characters. Um, again, it. you do you. 
Um, but what I do want to point out is to understand the difference. Um, yes. what, what you may be doing and what may be happening, and I don't disregard this, is that if enough people feel this way about a particular character, something known as an egregore, egregore. Which, which I will do a full video on, something as an egregore may have come about from that, which is yeah. essentially a thought form that manifested from a group of people believing something. Yes, okay? but they're not a deity though. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. In, in other words, if you choose to, to worship that egregore, again, you do you, but understand that is not a deity. That is an egregore that is something completely different. Yeah, like Slender Man's an egregore. Yes, yes. And, and uh, yeah, but, but, but it's like, I just think that it's still just like a huge middle finger to mythology and, and actual deities. Cause like, yes. you know, um, those characters were created by humans for entertainment value where it's like de um, deities, they were not, created for entertainment value. They, right. they were They're, created to help explain how the world works and why things are the way that they are. And who knows yeah. if they were even created. Like the people who wrote about them could have been prophets who they were speaking to. And no, they right. were not speaking about the freaking pink Starbucks drink. They were <laughs> <laughs> it, like for real. Yeah. And, and it's like, um, you know, they have different deities for the moon, the sun, the uh, the sea, and all of those that deities. That cross multiple cultures, by the way. Exactly. Exactly. You that, know. They cross multiple cultures. They could all be like different manifestations of the same type of ruling entity. But yeah. where it's like, like what is what what does fuck fucking Bugs Bunny rule over? Fucking Toontown? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, like. Because I, I, I know this topic was a topic of the week in our conversation. And it, like, okay, so the way, like, when I popped into the chat that I was, in, I was part of on this, the way it comes off is extreme role playing to me. Like, extreme role playing. Like, I get it. You guys did, you, yes. But when you're telling me you're out there literally reading harry potter spells as your actual spell work oh hell the, no for the same purpose or you take that character and you embody that character as your witch persona and stuff i just right. i find it it's to me i feel like it's a mockery of it witchcraft it it's is. a mockery and i like I, I know I offended some people in that chat about it and how I felt yeah. about it. And I know a couple other, uh, one other person did felt the same way as me. Like, and it's just like, I mean, I'm really, like, really, you're sitting there with the Harry Potter book, reading these freaking spells as actual spell work. When people did the same thing with Sabrina. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so, they're like, well, we take the spells that are said in the show or in the book or the comic right. book or whatever, or the movie. Like, like, like Vampire Diaries too. It's like, like, like they all do that, like Phasmatos. Yes. It's like, or Vengaria Veriosa. I'm like, oh, no. Okay. Now, having said that, having said that, 
you know, yes, there are such things as words of power. Okay. Yes, exactly. If that's if you want to hone in on a word used in pop culture and turn that into into a word of power, you know, go for it. Um, you know, you could turn dumb into a word of power. I mean, whatever whatever you <laughs> yeah. want. You, you know, but it, but like again, exactly. <laughs> but but again, it's you that's doing that and you that are doing the magical work to do that it is not the statement itself that makes it magic and it's not just people are gonna throw things at me intention i gave my intention it's all about intention like no it's intention please stop please stop because you make real harry potter fans look horrible yeah it's okay if you like harry potter and you recognize it as like you know a story that you like and you as long as you know that like it is a story and it's not a fucking documentary then like yeah Yeah. not your documentary bitch you're not remember remember (laughs) remember intention is simply your goal you need something more than your goal we all have goals Exactly. It's we like, all have a purpose. Like, intend to go to the grocery store today. Like, <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't have a car. So a while, I intend to send Anthony to the grocery store. Like, <laughs> it's it's all about your will. What do you do to make that happen? Exactly. Like intention. So, yeah, it's like it's not all about intention. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I probably pissed off a whole bunch of pop culture witches. Like, like I think it's okay to, you know, maybe if you want to use a fictional character as kind of like, you know, maybe it's like something to make you feel better, kind of like a thing of empowerment, maybe, but not as like, you know, an art type of like, you know, oh, I'm adopting this as my witch persona. Like, no, it's like, bitch, you're not Fiona good. Like, if you want to, like, take Fiona good and, like, use her, like, like fierce bitchiness as, like, you know, kind of, like, a way to, you know, get over your timidness as, like, kind of, like, just, like, okay, be Fiona. That's, that's, that, that's, that's, I totally thing. get it. Like, that, yeah, I get, like, okay, I, this character makes me feel like I can be the opposite of what I am. Like, right. yeah, empower that bitch's energy, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. you know, I'll like, tell you right me, now. Like, like all right. is my inspiration. I'm like, I guess, I guess, I guess for for me, you know, again, I told you I was going to repeat myself, and I, here I am repeating myself again. It, it, it's, it's all about, you know, being purposeful, understanding what you're doing. You know, if you're going to choose to to worship a um, a pop culture character – understand what you're worshiping that is not a deity at best it is an egregore it is a thought form that is created it is a manifestation of thought of multiple people that you have chosen to worship and if you're if you're cool with that you're cool with that like i said we're cool with you worshiping pinkie pie from my little pony or twilight sparkle but know the difference know the fucking difference exactly yeah <laughs> and it's like oh snow white she's so she's she's my goddess of beauty and she's so strong it's like she was not she was kind of a puss in the movie like if you were going to worship anybody from that movie like why not worship the queen she's the one with actual power 
<laughs> and, and listen, and listen, you know what? I mean, we can, we're talking about pop culture, pop culture, pop culture, uh, pop, pop culture. Uh, but, um, but, you know, I've, I've come across people who have that same view about Satan. They feel that, you know, recognize and know the history that Satan was not an actual person, an actual being, that it, it morphed into an actual being through Christianity. Exactly. So we know that. Uh, however, because over the years, so many people have believed in Satan that perhaps Satan is now an egregore. Yeah. That yeah. could very well be. But yeah. again, that's still different than actually worshiping an entity that Christianity portrayed. Right. Exactly. Yes. You know, am I splitting hairs? I personally don't think so. You may feel that. I just, I well, yeah. you, you saw my frustration this week when I talked to you guys about the topic. I was super frustrated. And I guess, like I said right now, was like I found the whole pop culture witchcraft or whatever it's called, I found it a mockery. I, I kind of do. I, do. I feel like it's a mockery because, I mean, they're sitting there like, I get it. You're taking the words from a book or a TV show and using them for your spell work, expecting the same result or same kind of manifestation that you saw or read. You, you know what I think uh, people are doing is that they're confusing archetypal um, views and, and putting and equating that to some sort of higher power. Um, and that's, you know, that you're talking about two completely different things, you know, like the church of Fonz or the church of Jedi or what is it? The temple of the Jedi. I think it's the temple of the Jedi. I'll have to look at Marcus's certificate. Let us aim. The church of Fonz or, you know, like. When Marcus was little and really, really into Star Wars, I got him a certificate saying he was a Jedi, part of the Temple of the Jedi. Aww. And apparently it's a real group that people actually meet every couple, every year somewhere. So, yeah, I mean, sure. like, but that's just kind of what it is. Like, awesome. You have fun with that. But that's not, they're not deities. They're not like that. Yeah. I, I, I just think that in general, when it comes to spirituality, when it comes to those types of things, that there's been a lot of dummying down and, and really a truly understanding of what, what all of these different things are, what they represent, and it's all getting meshed. Um, it's a little scary for me. It's, a, it's, it's very sad for me to see that. You know, I, I just plead for those that are watching or listening, you know, that, um, you know, that you that you do all of this with purposeful thought and and understanding of, of what you're doing, you know, because at the end of the day, um, you know, uh, from from an aspect of spirituality itself, you know, again, we are all on our own individual spiritual journey. And so, um, so make the most of it. Don't, don't whittle it away. Don't whittle away this opportunity. 
and really understand what you're doing. That's my, um, that's my soapbox for the day. Well, we have now hit exactly two hours. Do we want to wrap things up? Yeah, we can. Yes. I think we covered everybody's step. <laughs> Thank you, everybody that joined us for our season five premiere. <laughs> she had to think about it. <laughs> Wait, how many are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, we are going to attempt, uh, I shouldn't say attempt, we do plan that our episodes moving forward are going to, for the most part, be live. Um, I think, Hestia, you announced on Instagram that we still will probably do a couple of recorded ones, usually some of our extras. Um, but um, we're going to try to do this sucker live from now on so that you guys can partake it. You guys gave some great additional misconceptions and Absolutely, so thank you yeah. for that thank you for that plus sometimes sometimes the chat just be fun <laughs> yeah it's good to hear yeah. what you all have to say or your thoughts or even the random nonsense like we cool in here yeah so i do want to announce that for the month of october just like we did last year we are putting out a series that's specific to this time of year so you will be seeing um several videos coming from us uh, over this month. So definitely tune in for that. We still have a few more uh, videos that we're doing for our Heathen Norse series. So definitely look out for those as well. So we will be bombarding you with videos. Hopefully you'll like them. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. All right. Um, if there's nothing else, like, subscribe, do all the things follow our instagram that's that where too? we post funny things yes we have lots of funny check out stuff. check out our wall of shame it's fun it's growing too <laughs> always <laughs> it's always growing but thank you everybody for joining us and we will see you next time bye bye